Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. I am Ambrosia. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing good. Peachy. How are you? Just peachy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. I'm excited today because I always get excited, I think, when we do celebrity spirit interviews because you just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, I get nervous, you get excited, but it's good. That's true. You're, you're a little more on the spot than me. Um, I understand that. Um, but yeah, today we are interviewing Ruth Bader Ginsburg in spirit. Um, (laughs) so full, well, let's, let's, before we kind of move into that and also uh, we've, we've talked about this as we do with all of our celebrity interviews, we let our podcast community know, Hey, we're about to interview this celebrity in spirit. What questions do you have for them? So we have a whole list of questions from, uh, our community that were sent in, but we are also live streaming. And so if you do have a question throughout the interview, please ask away in the comments. Um, but before we we start all that, do you want to talk a little bit about who Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is and maybe our own perspectives on yeah. her? Yeah, sure. Uh, you go first. Well, so I, I had to Google to just make sure I was uh, addressing her correctly. But essentially, she was an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States from 1993 until her death, September 18th, 2020, so last year. And she was nominated by President Bill Clinton. Um, But her, essentially, like why I think this is all relevant is she's been this figure, right, for Mm -hmm. women. She's been this, uh, she's, she's, really moved into like pop culture in the past couple years before her death. A lot of people were just like um, championing her as like a symbol of uh, women and women's rights. And I'm going to be very honest. I had no real connection to her at all. I didn't really understand it. Um, Not saying she (laughs) wasn't probably cool, but I didn't. I I didn't really understand it either. And actually there are... There are a lot of things that I've noticed about her since her passing that I think are really neat. Like, um, I I am a big, like, girl's girl. I'm a big feminist. I'm a big um, equality for women. And I think she was one of the pioneers of that. Um, And so in our modern age. And so it really makes me have a lot of respect for her in that way. Um, One of my favorite quotes is um that she said is women only have true equality when men share with them the responsibility of bringing up the next generation so yeah she's quoted for saying a lot of really powerful things about women's equality and and bringing women in the forefront of decision making and really not allowing men to make decisions for us blindly like about our bodies or about really anything 
Um, one of the other quotes she says is women belong in all places that are decisions are being made. And I think that's so true. Other than that, I really don't know a lot about her. So. Well, you know way more than me because I didn't even know those things. And those are okay. very, very powerful quotes. So um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to her um, and to hear from her. And uh, especially now, I know that you and I were kind of feeling into it and you were like, I think it's time to talk to her. So um, before we move into it, let's just say hi to everyone who's tuning in on Facebook. Maggie Rose, Whitney, hey, uh, Nicole, um, Johnny, Molly says, I love when I catch you live. Good morning, beautiful ladies. Ricky Perez is here. Marianne is here. And thank you guys for tuning in on Facebook. we stream this live. Just a reminder, we stream live every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. And then the second episode that we do is always kind of like it'll be some other time during the week. But you can always find us on Facebook streaming live at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. Yeah. All right. All right. Shall, Shall we, we do it? To it? Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So she has been in my reality all day. So I love it. Cool. She's very sweet. And I see her as a younger person. I don't see her as the iconic figure. Um, She looks slightly, I'm just going to look up an image really, 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 really fast. Um, Yeah, I see her as slightly younger than, there's a picture of her in a red outfit. If you look on Google, that's how I see her today. So cool. Anyways, um, so let's start with the questions. Okay. So again, if you're watching on Facebook, please drop your questions in the comments, but I will start with the questions that were sent in for her. So, oh, these are great questions. Okay. Gabrielle Voltaire says, what not well-known lessons did she learn in her lifetime that she thinks is important to share to inspire people? So I'm going to ask her what lessons does she think would inspire people? Maybe not not well-known, only because I don't know what's well-known or not about her, So unfortunately. So um, I'm going to see what she says. She's very, like, matter-of-fact and very, like, to the point. Um, Hmm. She's saying that justice isn't blind. It should be, but it's not. Um, She's saying it's really important to bring forward truth. It's really important to bring forward um, mm -hmm, truth because you don't know what information can change someone's life until it's too late. Mm. I... I just did a video yesterday on how the I think the energy of 2021 is all about truth and standing in your truth and speaking your truth. And I just had a conversation with my husband about that, about like how important it is to speak your truth even amongst people you're not sure are ready for it or want it necessarily, mm-hmm. to not back down from that just because you're scared of what they might say because there might be something they need to hear. Mm. She says just like this, and – Speaking your truth does not mean using harsh words to harm one another. Mm. She says speaking your truth or speaking the truth. um, 
she feels very logical. She just said, because I don't know about all of this. And yeah, like, <laughs> I this? don't know what's going on here, but um, I'm not sure if this is the truth, but. <laughs> okay, but, um, but what she is saying is speaking your truth does not need to harm other people. Right. Like not, you do not, we can all peacefully state our truth and respect each other's truths. Is that what you're yes. saying? She said, yes, respect is so important. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's a big thing we all we all need to she learn. She said, without respect, we lose our humanity. <sighs> yeah. Man, it's hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's hard, man. I I just got the nonviolent communication book, and I've been reading it, and I, I already failed yesterday. I failed hard. And Ambie, you know about that. Um, anyway, okay. Stephanie Simmons-Smith said, I'm not sure if this has been asked yet, but can you ask her how she feels about what happened to her seat being filled? And more specifically, I'd love her opinion on who filled her seat. (laughs) Okay. We're just going in, huh? All right, let's do it. She feels, uh, she feels very, I hear the word, I hear the word disgusted and I'm. Strong word. Strong word. Strong Mm -hmm. word. Um, very upset. She said there were so many good candidates. Um, it does not feel like she was in alignment with that person. Mm. Okay. So let me ask you this. This is someone probably asked this, but I'm just going to ask it now. So what about her death? Like, was her death? She showed me before that we even came on that it was natural. It was natural. Okay. Why did, um, so I'm just curious about this. Did you see when she passed, Donald Trump was very, very empathetic about her passing? Unusually so. It was really odd. Um, even my parents were like... She said, well, he has to put on a good show. He doesn't usually care about putting on any kind of show. Like, he doesn't usually care about how people perceive She says, him. that's where you're wrong. Absolutely, he is putting on a show all the time. Okay. Interesting. In 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 what other way? Can you this give me This is an, an intense interview for me <laughs> because I feel like I'm just trying to be the peacemaker in between. No, um, no. You were was, fighting? We're the fighting? Ru- no, RPG we're fighting. and me are fighting? No, we're not fighting. <laughs> She's just got a, a lot of opinions, which is great. I like which it. Which is good. Yeah, it's good. Wait, okay. How Go else ahead. is he putting on it? Can, you, can she give her opinion of how else he is putting on it? I mean, obviously, he loves being like a ringleader. She's and saying stuff. he's a showman. That's what he yes. does. Is he puts on a show. He's okay. a showman. Okay. Um, okay. I understand. Sure. She's saying he's someone that needs to learn how to speak his truth. But he doesn't know what his truth is, so how can he say it? Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. RBG, I, I like this. I <laughs> like this. Okay. Jess Stevenson said, speaking of her passing, Jess Stevenson, and hi, Jess. Uh, asked why was it why was it her time to go <sighs> Ambie's giving a funny face I'm just listening to what she's saying okay. she's like why is it anybody's time to go and like that's <laughs> her hands went like this um 
but I think they want like more of a, a, a metaphysical answer. She says it's your time to go when it's your time to go. Like she's very okay. like that's it. Yeah, it was my time it was, to go. It was her time, time to shift. Okay. Christina Boanker says she did say, hold on. She said she wanted to stick around um longer, but it was her time. Does she have grandchildren? I'm assuming so. She was pretty old. Well, right, but we don't know if she had kids or anything like that. She has, uh, the, the, yeah, she has kids. She has two kids. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she gives a grandmother vibe. Um, okay, cool. So, let's see. Oh, Christina Boanker says, how would she inspire to unite the country with what is happening now? That's a good question. I was waiting for that one. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. There has to be, she's, she's doing this. There has to be a common ground. There has to be something that the American people can hold on to, to connect everyone together. She says our humanity, our humanity unites us. Our humanity is what makes us connected to one another. When we lose our humanity, when we lose the ability to say, you're not only um, this person, she's saying this, this person interviewing me, but you're also a mother. You're also someone's um, sister. You're, you're a person. When we lose that, we have nothing uniting us. We need to make sure that when we look at another human being, we understand that they are connected to people. They are loved. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what they believe in, if they believe in God or not. It doesn't matter what their viewpoints are. They are a human being, and they should be treated that way. Mm. Amen. So as you were saying that, I was seeing like, hmm, so what are the things that would make us all feel, remember that? And what I was seeing is like other species, um, threats. <laughs> like sometimes, you know, when you, you all have to, you, 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 you. You come together against a common, and I don't want this like to happen. Like Independence Day? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I was seeing, actually. Uh, no, I, I don't I don't think that has to happen or is going to happen. But I do wonder kind of like what event might transpire that would help us remember that, you know? Um, she's, she's telling me that that won't happen. Cool. Good, good, good. Good, uh, good, good. Good, good. I'm glad. Uh, Kivana said, I know she was pr- so proud of the accomplishments women have made thus far. With the knowledge she gained, how can women continue to strive forward in a way that isn't stagnant? Good question. She says, as long as you're striving, you're not stagnant. She said, the misunderstanding here is when you are wondering what to do next, what to do next, what to do next, and you're just pedaling your feet. You're just moving. You're not going anywhere. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said, let your voice be heard. And then she's showing me an image of AOC. And she's, um, she's saying so many women now are comfortable speaking out and not only in the political ring, but so many women on different social platforms are showing other women that it's safe and it's acceptable socially to stand up and say, I don't like being treated this way. I'll no longer tolerate this treatment. I want to be treated fairly. 
Mm-hmm. I want to help make this decision. Huge. Totally. Um, yeah. AOC, very good example of that. Awesome. Uh, she K- Kivana also said, can we also ask her the first thing she said, did, or felt when she found out who would win the election? Ooh. That's juicy. That's because, a good one. Because I, I am too curious on many, okay. for many reasons. So what was your response when you found out she's excited? She's like, this oh yeah she's she's a fan um she's change is upon us change needs to happen Mm -hmm. in order for our country and our people to move forward change needs to happen so it's like a symbol of change for her i get a feeling that no matter her political stance i get the feeling that maybe not a fan of trump right right totally i i guess i was more asking like well, I don't know. Let's not get into that. But I was just curious about because she she's in, inside it, right? She was inside it, the, yes. the, the system. So yes. I was kind of curious about like her perspective from behind the scenes. Um, but she's I feel like her message is like we just need the change. The change mm-hmm. is the most important thing. Correct. She's showing me she's showing me like a wheel that keeps going instead of instead of a triangle. Okay. So I guess with a triangle, it like goes and then it stops and then it goes and then it stops. It's not a wheel. Oh, yeah. It's like not a moving wheel very keeps fast. going. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Love it. Okay. Different analogy. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Geometry. Geometry. We're, yeah. We're learning some geometry. Maybe she's just like dumbing it down for me. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, oh, last question from Kivana said, I believe she was married for many years to someone she considered her absolute soulmate. What relationship advice does she have? Hmm. What you th- have to compromise. You have to give and take. Um, she's saying there needs to be, um, again, there needs to be a common ground and you have to compromise. With any relationship, whatever, whatever the case may be, romantic or friend, Mm-hmm. You need to find something that that ties the relationship together and build off of that. She said at the base of it, we were friends. And that is what kept us together for so long. Mm. She says, and I wish that for you all as well. Mm. Friendship. Yeah. Okay. Good advice. Man, she's so good with advice. Um, Carol says, what? <laughs> Wait. What 10 important steps to turn what 10 important steps to turn it around would she advise? Did she have like a was that a thing with her 10 steps? I have no idea. Okay. Just see what she says to that. I don't, I don't know. Okay. 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 To turn what exactly around? The country, the virus, to turn which we don't, don't know. We don't know. Okay. okay. All right, which 10 steps? Can you give me three? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. 
Okay. So she's talking about the the pandemic right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's saying, she's saying that we all have to work together to, we all have to work together to overcome this mountain. Okay. She's saying, so everyone needs to understand that she's, she's very uh, pro mask. I feel like, yeah. um, and very community oriented. Um, and so she's saying, if you listen to what is being told to you, um, to do, it's not just for you, but it's about looking at the other people that are affected by the disease as well. Um, and she's saying, wear a mask, um, make sure that you're trying to stay home as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she is showing me get a vaccine. So I don't, Okay. let me, she's saying, I asked her, is there anything like scary with the vaccine? And she's like, no, just like that. Like, yeah. No, it's a vaccine. No, child, come on. <laughs> well, that's interesting because the very next question is about vaccines. Well, there you go. Beautiful segue. Uh, Carrie Ann Schultz said, I would like to know how she feels about children as young as 11 being made responsible for their own decisions about getting vaccines without their parents' consent. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing either because I don't think it's a thing now because my kids don't have that option. Okay, let me. She keeps saying overturn, overturn. Okay. Overturn that ability. Yeah. She's saying children don't have the response, the capability, and she's pointing to her head to make that decision because they can't see the long-term effects. And she said, some adults don't see the long-term effects. She said, but if you look at history and you look at facts about vaccines, they are more beneficial than they are detrimental. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. I feel like a child does not have the capability to understand the ramifications of that. Yeah. Um, although I do remember what happened. Some like didn't like the measles or like some did polio break out again or something weird something from the past broke out. I think it was polio. Yeah, and all these kids had not been vaccinated and they were freaking out. They were like sixteen years old and like losing their minds because they were like, oh my god, what if I get this? Yeah, Um, which is interesting to think about that now in comparison to what we're dealing with now. But um, anyway, okay. Samantha Armour, this is not specifically for RBG, but I think it's an interesting question. Samantha said, maybe this is a dumb question, but does spirit always come when they are asked? No, not always. If they don't want to come, they won't. Okay. There we go. Uh, Michelle Evans. It's a little embarrassing when you're live on Facebook, but it does happen. Yeah. I think it has happened on this podcast like once or twice. Yeah, it has happened. Or someone else will show up and you're like, shit. Okay, cool. Well, we're going with you. (laughs) Because you're here. Um, Michelle Evans said, what's the biggest thing a woman can do to make an impact for feminist advocacy? Oh, I like that question. Mm-hmm. Oh, she said, and also people in general, not even just specifically women. She says, I think it's already happening, right? If you look at the younger generation and how they're setting boundaries very clearly and how they're really vocalizing what's no longer tolerated on both fronts of emotional and physical. She says physical touch and consent is so important. So important. Um, And what she's saying is 
uh, I feel like this is already happening. It's already starting to progress and it's only going to get better. She said, finally. Good. I'm kind of cracking up here because as I'm going down these comments on our Facebook post in our private uh, Facebook group, our Inner Bloomers Facebook group, someone posted a GIF of RBG on her bouncy ball with her little weights working out. And it's so cute. And it's so funny. Um, does she have anything to say? But I know she had, she was like a big she workout girl. She is not on a bouncy ball right now. I just want you guys to know that. Um, okay. She, she um, is telling me that she's like, yeah, you have to stay fit. She's like, do you know how many hours I worked? Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Move the body. Um, I just remember they did like an SNL like spoof on that on her and uh, it was really funny. Um, okay. Lori Johnston says, is there anything she regrets doing or not doing in her career? Good question. She says, we all have regrets. We will all have regrets. She says, even you will have regrets, but, um, it's about, I already have regrets. It's about (laughs) understanding that you can't let the past mm, hold you back. You deal with your regrets and you move on. It's so hard. She's um, she's saying, yeah, there were things that I wish that I had, um, like voting one way or the other and overturning different things and, and pass, making sure that different things pass. But she's saying that um, no one thing stands out more than others. She's saying, because you have to learn to let it go. Mm. She says, and when you were my age, you get good at letting things go. And she laughed. Do I have to wait that long to let the, how do you, how do you let things go when you she feel says, like they stick I to you? I hope not. <laughs> she laughed. <laughs> She's funny. Okay. Uh, great advice. Uh, Andrea. Carolina says, when does she think environmental justice would be normalized instead of being a slow rising, almost utopic conversation? She says, well, first, I think we need to deal with the issues that are at hand that are causing. Say that one more time. I didn't hear you. Okay. Tremendous impacts in our society, economic impacts and health issues. She says, it's not to say that the environment, environmental issues are not important, um, but last year, meaning 2020, they've definitely taken more of a back seat than ever before. And they've always taken more of a back seat, unfortunately. Um, She's saying, I do uh, feel as though there are ramifications that need to be addressed quickly in order to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay in order to help our planet and humanity live on the earth uh, harmoniously Symbi- symbiotically yeah symbiotically is what she said I just was having a conversation with my my best friend from high school, Andy, and um, she's in Australia right now working on like ocean conservation and stuff like that. She used to be like working in New York City, you know, doing like huge ad stuff for like Nike. And one day she woke up, she was like, I, the planet's dying. Like I have to go do something that like I care about. So we were having this conversation about how I was telling her about how um, 
it, she was like, all oh, this stuff is so terrible and like the planet's dying and all this stuff. And I was like, you know, I went to a conference once and this guy was like, who here? I said this on the podcast before, but he was like, who here is worried about the planet? And everybody raised their hand and he said, well, guess what? You don't have to worry because she's going to be just fine. You, you might not be here, but she'll be fine. And that blew my mind to realize it's not even that like she, yeah, we are hurting her and we are damaging her and we are kind of, we we are polluting her, right? But it's more so that like you will not be allowed to uh, exist on her if we push it any further. Mm. Um, And that is why you should be respecting. Well, I think the other thing though is like if, if people were really worried, then don't use single-use plastic. Then yeah. then do something about it. You know what I mean? Like, don't yeah, well, that's, shampoo bottles. Don't. Well, that's the thing. It's so many people are unaccountable to their actions, including me. <laughs> yeah. I have my Starbucks cup here, so I feel bad yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like we're so caught up in our uh, immediate pleasures, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so let's see. Shia Dawn says, I would like to know if she has any tips for raising empowered young girls. What a good question. Love it. Oh, good call. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. She says it's not just about empowering women. It's empowering children and people because they turn into disempowered people, which then turn into people that harm one another, right? And it's also about understanding why you're in pain and how to transform the pain into something constructive rather than something that that can um, hurt and cause serious damage. She says, yeah. you do the best you can. Do the best you can. Mm. Beautiful. That's really why I'm passionate about sharing EFT with kids. Because I think, I think if you have a tool, go ahead. She's saying, yeah, tools like that are beneficial. She's saying there are a lot of tools that are beneficial for youth in general. Um, and she's saying, um, and adults as well, troubled adults lead to troubled youth. Mm-hmm. And so when you can help, help the parents, help the youth, you're helping the system. Awesome. I'm literally doing a three-part series this month working with moms and kids. So I'm like really so awesome. That's great. Thank you for that answer, RBG. RBG? Yep. BFG? Um, (laughs) Do you remember remember that book? BFG. Um, Okay. We have two more questions, I believe. Is that okay? She she hanging in there? Cool. You good? Are you okay? She like being on this podcast? No, she's she does like not. A. She's like, I. <laughs> I've talked to better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She totally has. Go ahead. She's Sorry. like, yeah. Uh, Allie, Allie Denton said, how did you balance everything in life that you accomplished? She said, well, you saw how I work out. And she laughed. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. mm. She says, it's about using the time you have productively. She says that the one takeaway that I do have is to not overwhelm yourself. Um, 
spend more time with family, spend more time doing the things that you enjoy and not pushing yourself so hard to do the things that you don't enjoy. Mm. She says that's where people can really mess up and really go wrong in their, in their life, in their existence. Um, she says life is too short to do things you don't like. Amen. <sighs> Ruth, love it. That's what um, I, if I just, that goes into the topic of unplugging from the matrix, which is the episode that we released right before this one. That goes into, I just did an EFT tap for our patrons literally right before this that was all about accepting that belief of that you can work less and enjoy more and receive more. Um, yep, exactly. Rick just said that. He's like, oh my God, that's a Patreon topic for Johnny. She Jenny. says, um, she says it doesn't mean working less hard, right? She says you're still, you're still trying, you're still producing, you're still in it but you don't have to be in it so much to the point of burnout, to the point yeah. of exhausting yourself. But to me, that's working less hard. It, it doesn't mean that your impact is less. It just means, and it doesn't mean that you're tr not trying and you don't have intention to help. It just means you don't have to like grind, 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 grind your life away. You can have a balance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Cool. Or maybe she's just not down with it. Maybe that idea is too, too to 5D for her, and that's fine. She seemed like a very hardworking woman, and I respect that. Um, Carista, hey, said, what are RBG's thoughts on how politics will look slash work in the future as we move into 5D? Will there be changes within the system that create more equality and better support? Great question. Okay, okay, hold on. Mm. Hold on, she's not, um, okay. She's saying working with others. Um, it's almost like I can't hear what she's saying right now. Um, yeah. Allowing other people working together. Okay. More community involvement. Okay. Oh, politicians will have more community involvement in the future without, like, she showed me a list. It feels like an agenda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's saying it'll look very similar for a while longer. To It'll look similar to what it looks like now for a while longer. Um, She's saying, but it does change. It does get better. She's saying, don't give up hope. Mm. Okay. Good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, RBG. Much respect. She left. <laughs> she was like, ah. No, she was nice. She oh. was like, she was like, yes, you're welcome. Oh, Have that a good was one. that was very informative. I really liked that. Um, that was really beautiful. Thank you so much for connecting with her and bringing through that information and answering all these questions. I feel like if she was here living, yeah. I would be like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. And I would just be She quiet. would be intimidating AF. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, but how tall was she? Because I feel like she was small. Short. Very little. She To me, she looked very little. 
Uh, does it say on your Wikipedia how tall you were? Let's see. RBG height. 5'1". She was my height. She was our I, height. She's our height, yeah. I knew she was little, but I would yeah. still be intimidated as shit by her. <laughs> <laughs> totally, because she has that very wise, discerning energy, and you're like, yeah. oh, God, you're going to see right through me. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I'm going to feel so stupid talking to you, that yeah. kind of thing. Totally, totally. Uh, Everyone's saying thank you and giving us all the hearts. Thank you guys for being here. Um, Caitlin said, I like this interview. Really informative. I agree. This is very interesting. This is a very informative interview. Glad she came forward. Yeah, glad she agreed to be on our our podcast. Um, Uh, (laughs) Always good. Um, and we do have a few announcements as always. One is that um, we have a new masterclass coming up this month, January 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So that's next Thursday night uh, with our coach, Leela Veronica. And she is doing a masterclass Yay. for all of our patrons at any level that's called Embodying Wealth, How to Feel Rich and Manifest Your Dream Life Without Working Too Hard. Sorry, RBG. But uh, we're on this not working too hard train. She, I don't know if she loved that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she was about that life. That was just not in her uh, DNA. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, so, uh, so yeah, if you want to get in on this masterclass, then uh, just become a patron at any level. $5 is our lowest level. And you'll have access to the Zoom. Um, we're also going to do a really fun thing. We're going to give away a free piece of our merch to one person who's on the Zoom with us live, although there will be a replay. So if you can't make it, you can you can watch the replay. Um, Leela is just incredible, and she's truly, like, changed our business and uh, us working together. Nice, yeah. And, uh, you know, helped us immensely. So uh, she's very wise and inspiring. Um, And we have a new year-long coaching program that we are launching on March 1st for 10 people only. Um, And this coaching program is called uh, Impact Over Effort because, again, that is the theme of this year. It's about how to make a bigger impact with less physical exertion, less hustle, 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 grind to allow you to, you know, really live the life you want, make the money you want, make six figures with your business that you want to bring out into the world and make a big impact. Um, So if you want to check out that – program it is on our website we'll put the link in the show notes and you can see the whole curriculum for the year you get private coaching with us every month myself and ambrosia uh and um group coaching on you know on these different things from marketing branding money worthiness all of these things that go into creating and starting a business and and thriving in it and we have a retreat that fingers crossed Fingers crossed, should a COVID situation allow, we will be um, giving to the people that sign up um, for this coaching program as part of the experience. Um, I think we'll probably have to do some sort of like COVID testing in order to like, even even if whatever, we'll probably have to do some sort of a testing. We'll have to do some kind of testing. Yeah. You got to make sure nobody's got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that'll that'll be happening as part of this year long experience. And so, um, if you're interested, you can go to the website um, and uh, there's like a little contact form there, and you know, send in your little application, and we'll set up a call, see if it's a good fit. And uh, super super excited to connect with with those of you who. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was just reading some of the Facebook comments. Uh, super excited to connect with those of you who feel called. Um, 
Yeah. Now I'm excited to know what the Facebook comments are. Sorry, Rick said, Molly said, thank you. Rick said, can you invite Abed on the podcast? And I was like, yeah, he's he's been on the podcast, actually. He's been on the podcast. But mm-hmm. we can probably bring him back on because he's, he's really inspiring and sweet and has an amazing presence. Um, and there's just a bunch of people popping on right now. So, um, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Ambi, once again for bringing her through. Your gift is amazing. It continue. You know what? I had a moment. I had a moment during this where I actually like snapped out of my kind of just not jadedness, but just familiarity with like what we do and your gift. And it was just like, damn, like she's so good. She's so good. Like so. You know gifted. what's really cool is that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that reflection. Yeah. What's really cool? I connected to Marilyn Monroe on YouTube. Yeah. I know nothing about Marilyn, but my hairdresser knows everything about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And so I was telling him, like, I connected to her and he goes, oh, my gosh, you know that she worked in a factory and she was uh, she was found like they they found her that way. That's how she became a star. She showed me a factory. I didn't know what it meant. I thought, Shit. oh, well, she's trying to express to me that they like Hollywood just, you know, rolls through. Franks no, them out. she actually worked in a factory. Wow. And so um check out that interview because there's a lot of other things too on there that if you Google her, it makes sense. But at the time I didn't know. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Where can yeah, they find really that interview? Interesting. It's on my YouTube channel, Ambrosia Matthews. Awesome. Check it out. I wasn't trying to out. plug it, what? but I just thought it was neat. It's okay. Plugs all around. Wait, how? what was her energy like? Was it cool? She was really um, very quiet, very like passive, um, very sweet. Um yeah, she was really nice. Really very sweet. Very sweet. Good. That's great. That's what I would expect. Um, awesome. Well, everyone check out Ambie's YouTube for Marilyn Monroe interviews. You just can't get enough of Celebrity Spirit interviews. Um, <laughs> and we'll be uh, letting you know soon who our next interview is. It'll be some – we have a whole list going, so we'll, we'll have someone else coming up soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, we love you all so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everyone. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.